Welcome to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. And today I wanted to just talk about asking for help. For some people, asking for help is one of the hardest things they've ever had to do, if they've ever done it. I believe there's people out there who have literally never asked for help. I happen to be married to somebody who does not like to ask for help. He would rather have the project go south or or just not tackle something than to ask for help to do things. And when we got married, I was like, what do you mean? Well, let's just ask for some help. <laughs> and it seemed like a foreign concept, but it was so natural and so normal for me that it took me a long time in my adult life to realize just how much people struggle with asking for help and that it's a it's a being a proud thing or it's not wanting to show weakness it's um not wanting to impose on other people like people really really do believe that asking for help is a value judgment on them and their strengths and so because it is not for me, I just thought I would share a little bit about where I've come from and why asking for help felt like a really normal, natural, useful thing for me to do. So before I was born, my dad, my parents were married and my dad is farming and he was uh, using a brand new that day purchased round baler. And he was out in the field. He just brought it home from Regina. Brand spanking new baler to him. And he was out there bailing. And the baler twine would not uh, wrap properly around the bales. It just kept slipping. I don't know much about balers. I don't know anything about uh, round balers. That's for sure. I've never used one. But this is how the story goes. And he kept turning everything off and fixing the twine and turning everything off and fixing the twine and turning everything. And it was getting late and this thing was just not fixing. And my dad is kind of a crazy Frenchman with a huge work ethic and like needs to get stuff done. And it was getting dark. And so he got off the tractor and without shutting the power take off, off, he tried to get the twine back into where it needed to be in order for it to properly wrap around the bale. And instead of the twine going where it needed to be, it sucked his arm in. And he immediately lost his arm to the machine. He lost his arm to the round baler. He knew that immediately. And so there he is now stuck in this round baler with his arm tangled in amongst the machinery. And he has to try to figure out how to get out. So the story goes on and on and on. He tries to cut it off with his own knife. That knife falls to the ground. Then he tries to lasso the power takeoff with some baler twine that he's able to reach. And in that attempt to lasso the power takeoff, the, the twine that he's using as a lasso gets caught in the machinery and it pulls his other arm in. And he is now hanging in the round baler by both arms that are tangled in this machinery. And so there he is. My mom has been waiting for him to get home. 
he she knows that it's starting to get late starting to get dark and that crazy bugger needs to get in for supper already like what is he still doing so she drives out to the field and she finds him and shuts the tractor off and from there there's neighbors and ambulances and the doctor from Belcaris and I mean this is back in the 1970s 1975 this happened so like there was no calling on your cell phone or snapchat locations going on back then and so my dad is now a double arm amputee he has not had arms my entire life I was born the next June and I've never known him to have arms so it seemed very normal that some kids dads just didn't have arms I thought, you know, some kids' dads had beards, and some kids' dads had a big belly. Some kids' dads had arms. Some kids' dads didn't. I really didn't figure out that my dad was kind of different from the average dad till I was about grade one or grade two, and it was brought to my attention, like, your dad is not the same. <laughs> your dad has metal hands. I'm like, oh, guess he's the only one that has metal hands around here. Kind of a newsflash. So that is where I came from, from this mindset that, you know, lots of times we have to ask for help because that man has to ask for help every day, every single day since July 7th of 1975, he's had to ask for help. He has to get his socks put on. He has to ask for help. Breakfast, putting the toast in the toaster buttering the toast. These are things he started to be able to do over time. I've, I've watched him. That man puts toast in the toaster, takes it out and butters it with a butter knife with his mouth. He can do those things. But for the most part, he just asks for help because it gets his day on. And my mom has done that for him for the past 46 years. But as a family, we've asked for help for all kinds of things. When you know, my mom would be stuck with the car uh, at the end of the lane. We'd have to ask for help. When we were planting a million strawberries, we asked for help. As a family, we asked for help when we needed it. And people helped us. And we helped them. Like, I remember doing all kinds of things for other people. And being a volunteer at things. And putting, like, my parents never, ever wanted us to think that we were owed anything. Nobody owed us anything. We always wanted to have the kind of relationship where it was a give and take. Yes, we asked for help, but we were also willing to lend a hand. But now I realize that it's kind of a skill, maybe a gift, maybe maybe it's not a gift, maybe it's actually a hindrance. I don't know. But the fact that I can say to people, would you mind helping me with such and such? And it can roll off my tongue pretty easily. And people don't mind doing such and such, especially when it's a really specific thing. And I absolutely always feel grateful for whatever people do for me. I can appreciate when somebody is doing for things for me, but asking for help is something that I feel like I'm pretty good at. And it has served me so well. So as I've said in previous podcast episodes. I think all the healthy people go to counseling. I don't know if that's because growing up in our family, um, it wasn't a shameful thing to go to counseling or not. I don't know if it's because I see counseling as 
just asking for somebody else's opinion or somebody's, you know, advice or help about something. And we did that pretty naturally in my family. But it's never been a shameful thing to have to go and get help for something. And so, you know, I recognize that if I was going to run this business, businesses, all of them, and be an entrepreneur, I was going to have to ask for help or to delegate. I'm a really bossy, great, awesome delegator. I'll have you know that I can run a really good work bee. (laughs) And I've had years of practicing doing that. Um, And so when you have that as something that you are capable of doing, you can then push the needle. It's not all just you working alone, trying to get everything accomplished on your own. You're able to say, I got a team of people because I'm strong enough to surround myself with a team of people who are helping me. So let's bring this to the nutrition counseling that I do. I always acknowledge the bravery that it takes for people to sign up for my nutrition program. Because I sometimes think that people feel like if they're in my nutrition counseling, if they're asking for my help, they're admitting to some sort of a weakness or a fault of some sort. And like my mother always told me, you are not born knowing this stuff. You can insert whatever you want, but for the most part, you are not born knowing this stuff. So if you haven't accumulated the knowledge or the skill set, ask for some help and get it. And so when it comes to nutrition counseling, I don't think that weak people need nutrition coaching. And I certainly don't believe that um, it's a sign of of a failure of any sort. You're not born, born knowing this stuff. And I have made it my passion to learn as much as I can about it. And so I think it's really brave and really honorable when you say things like, I just want to get my life back or I just want to feel better. I just want to feed my family some healthy food and I don't even know what that is. Well, of course you don't. You're not born knowing that. And if you didn't come from that, if it wasn't a skill that was in your home, you need to ask for some help to get that information. So this podcast is really just about giving people permission to be strong enough to say, I'm not born knowing this and I want some help to do it. I want to be brave. I want to get better at whatever it is. Maybe it's not nutrition, but maybe it's, you know, you want to take a business course and you want to do a better job of your finances. Like the best thing I ever did was get kind of down and dirty into my books and understand where my money was coming from. It's been kind of a good and a bad thing because it it was a bit of an eye-opener Um, in a few areas, but it definitely hasn't hurt me by any stretch. And what it also told me was I needed some help. I needed, I needed to hire an accountant. There's no way I can do my books by myself. It is not my skill set. I am a not born knowing it. And even when I put a good solid effort in, I hate it. It's not something I want to do on a regular basis. I've asked for help and I have help when it comes to that now. And I have, asked for help in all kinds of areas so that I get to do the things that I love to do and the things that I am really good at. I don't like doing my social media. 
I don't like playing in Canva. I don't like rearranging this word to that word. And should we make the background red, white, or blue? I don't know. I don't care. I don't like doing that. I've asked for help in that department. Oh, what a game changer. Asking for help was the best thing I ever did. And being able to be on the receiving end of somebody else's gifts and talents so that I can be better at what I like to do, it made a huge, huge difference in my life. So asking for help is a really, really hard thing for so many people. But I want you to just take a minute and think about times in your life when somebody's asked you for help. And then digest that for a second. Think about a time when somebody said, would you mind helping me do something? Most of us are going to feel honored that we are a part of their world enough that when they need something, they will reach out and ask us for it. It's an honor to be on the receiving end of that. I don't know if I've ever been asked for help and felt really resentful. I've been asked to help and not been able to and felt terrible about not being available. But resentful? Never. I have never once thought, oh, I wish that person hadn't asked me to help them. So if that is how I feel, I hope that's how most people feel. I believe it is how most people feel. So why hesitate? Especially if it's you know, asking family or, or loved ones or friends to say, I need, I need a little bit of help. Trade services. In my nutrition group, I've been talking to moms about this and saying things like, what if you asked for help within this group? What if one Saturday you took their kid so that they could meal prep and the next Saturday they took your kids so you could meal prep. And at least you'd get two Saturdays out of the month to make a few things without your kids around. Trade those services. Ask for that help. And then you never know what might come from that. Maybe your kids get better socialization skills and you get some more time to be meal planning. And just that simple ask and request could make the huge difference in the other person's world too. They've been sitting around waiting or trying to figure out how to do just what you're suggesting, but they didn't want to ask for help either. So anyway, I'm going to wrap all this up with the thought that, is there something out there that you think, if you just asked somebody for some help, and you just put it out there for the universe that, you know what, I want to get this done, but I need a little bit of support to do it, if you asked for that support, what kind of a game changer would that be? I will leave that there because on another podcast, on another day, I want to talk about putting our team together. And usually that when I talk about this in my nutrition coaching, I talk about who's on your team as far as in your house right now. Who do you have on your team and what are they qualified to do? So I'm going to save that for another podcast about asking for help too and delegating and creating the team within your home. But I wanted to just share with people how um, taking away the stigma within your own mindset 
about reaching out to people because if they were to reach out to you, you would have no trouble being there for them and letting them be there for you may just be exactly what you need at this season in life. So if there's somebody you want to hear this message, then take a screenshot so that it can go onto your social media and tag me. And let's share this asking for help. Monday matters with anybody who might need to hear it today. Thank you so much.